Hello, folks. You know what it is. It's Smoke em If You Got Em, the most interactive music podcast in all of history. The premise of the show is real simple. We're going to hit a record. We're going to listen to that side A and side B. But before we listen to a single note, you got to roll one. you got to smoke it. We're going to listen to each side, have a good time, discuss it, come back, flip it over, and do it again. Now, for today's record of choice, I turn the microphone over to the Oracle of Oxford County, Mr. Jeremiah Charlton. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're listening to Lard Free, Gilbert Artman's Lard Free. God dang, son, that sounded good. That's 1971? 73. 73, 73. The French French prog band, which is going on the list of the top 10 French bands that are better than any other top 10 bands from any country, in my opinion. Fight me about it, that's all I have to say. But this is very true. We've had this open challenge since the beginning, and nobody has stepped up because it's nobody almost impossible. Made a list. No, because it's almost impossible. This is the truth. Now, now, folks, you know what the deal is. We try to focus here. We try to drop everything away. We're here to listen to this music that you haven't heard before. Don't pretend like you do. Don't think you're smarter. This is what we do here in Smoke Em If You Got Em. So uh, you want to give the, the folks some encouragement here before we, we flip on side A? Are you going to tell them like what they got to do? I already told them. them. I already told you, them. You better, you better tell them like not to, you know, don't wuss out on us, please. Okay? Put the phones down. There you go. Get into the record. We're trying to basically separate yourself for this. This is a short record. This is like 36 minutes. Yeah. 36 minutes. We're trying to take you away from your life. Yeah. Th- this all. record, this record will make you better. If you just drop all your bullshit and you pay attention to what we're doing here, this is what it is, man. All right. So, uh, so let's go and uh, listen to this thing, man. Smoke if you got them. That's what's up. Yo. What's your thoughts, G? Yo. Everybody, listen. I fell in love with this record in the first. 10 seconds i had not mm. heard this album before i did not know what to expect i knew we we're talking about a french band but this caught me off guard i love yeah it. a lot of energy huh on the first on the first side here you can barely you know you know when you when you turn the hose on and it's just too much water coming out of the hose but you're still trying to put that faucet in that's how I felt on this man. Like the creativity and the energy could not be contained in this album. This is, this is incredible. This is incredible. What's your take on it? Oh, it's just so good. It's just so really above the line. Can we talk about the guitar playing? Can we talk about the whole thing, man? This is this is free jazz. This is crowd rock. This is everything. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. What do you think about? Um, it's interesting. It's the drummer's band, right? Yeah, Gilbert Armand, and uh, he also played uh, keys, right? And we and we recently were talking about uh, Klaus Schultz. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Drummer that went and played experimental keys. Yeah, and so what's cool about this band when when you when you look at it like. Him and the bass player also played a little bit of synth. Yeah. Right? So it's like, those are the two guys. But you got Francois Madavet on guitar, Philip Boilet on uh, saxophone, which makes it cool, too. I was going to say, this guy, Gilbert Armand, whose band is the drummer, 
he was in a, a free jazz band before this. And you can and you can tell that a mile away. Now, none of these instruments are going for any sort of uh, particular sound in jazz or even free jazz. But man, but by, by the time the second song hit on this side A, uh, in my mind, I had thoughts of Ornette Coleman. Mm. I had thoughts of. Uh, I just I just had thoughts of just modern free jazz attacking your senses. John Zorn, Ornette Coleman, and this is a record from '73. Yes, from you know a a French band. Yeah, the, the number the names I just said have nothing to do with the record we're listening to. Yet it comes out strong. The guitar playing on it's not even playing. The performance on the guitar is a ten out of ten for me. Oh yes, yes. And then, like, not many people are playing guitar like that. Uh, a handful. Very, uh, and, and very and, little and, people and, and come like, out with like this. One hand. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. hand. Like, like it reminds me of, like, Sonny Chirac. There it is. You know, like, um, Sonny. There's a little bit also of, uh, oh, gosh, I just had another guy in my brain. Oh, Pete Cozy. Oh, A little bit of Pete man. Cozy. Um, Y'all better those, be writing uh, these names down. Y'all better be writing these names down. He's giving you gold. Those are jazz, jazz guys on the outer, outer realms, right? Yeah. Um, of jazz, they were on the outer realms of jazz. And what's interesting is is jazz guitar. Guitars always had an interesting uh, side little thing here with the relationship with jazz, because jazz is more of a horn based. Yeah. Thing, right? And especially back in the day, pre-electric guitar, like guitar was was buried in the mix. So, um, this guy, like the the guitar players in jazz, never really. It was sort of like the. Eventually, it got the way that guitar sold a lot of tickets, and like one of the few things that sold in jazz. But really, what I'm trying to say is, jazz guitar players, for the most part, I'd say was besides like Wes Montgomery. Yeah. George Benson. That was really it. That like that people knew. Well, you're not nope. you're not selling you're not selling uh, amphitheaters or auditoriums playing this style of music no, on no electric less guitar. The guitar playing of Sonny Chirac, yeah, Pete Cozy, which is avant garde, aggressive, distorted, like this guy. This is the only other guy I've ever heard that sort of has that style of guitar. Sorry for that tangent, guys, but. It's worth it's the, worth bringing up because in context nobody Francois nobody Madavid, does that. No, and very aggressive, um, man, angular lines. Yeah, angular really lines. Going emotional, for it. emotional, very emotive expression in the playing. Like this Albert Eiler. Yeah, yeah. This this is this is free jazz. This is well studied musicians. We we have a tendency here to talk about people that play more than one instrument because both of us play more than one instrument. So people that are capable of painting pictures with different colors and still do it at a high level are people that are of interest to both of us. And uh, this record, I think, especially this side, a um, those two extended jams, there's two tracks in there that are like part one, part two, yeah. uh, the band starts opening up, uh, you know, in the alternative world, it reminds me a lot of when Sonic Youth went out with Jim O'Rourke and the and then really just uh, deconstructed pop music into making it like this gigantic sonic attack. It's a blast, you know. It's Naked Lunch, 
it's 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 all all these great uh artists that we're talking about are people that have broken new ground and make new paths for themselves talking via their instrument not like anybody else so for me my favorite one i think is like the last song on floor Carlat. that's like where the guitar goes nuts if you if for somebody that doesn't really understand like uh this this free jazz guitar especially in this album um how would you explain to somebody who has no idea about the guitar like well guitar is a, is because it's a fretted instrument yeah um with what well, that means is like we have dots so it's like unlike a you think of like a trumpet whatever so like uh violin is a fretted instrument anything like with it, like a neck that you sort of see mostly yeah. ha- most of the time going to have a, a fretboard so what happens with, with with these instruments is they become very pattern based yeah right so fill in the blank we, we always sort of rag on the, the classic rock blues because everybody learns it including myself like you learn like this is how you play e pentatonic scale yeah and like so your fingers follow this pattern so what happens is especially the guitar i find from playing guitar and teaching guitar is guitar becomes very visual and so it's like oh i put my finger there and then i put my other finger there and that's like just my pattern and they're not really thinking about necessarily the sounds or the names of the notes it falls into place naturally because of a visual cue instead of a sonic cue what free jazz guitar is doing is it's definitely breaking out of those basic patterns yeah right so that's an interesting concept because and for most people it's it's gonna sound like just making noise at times yeah which it can be which you can't be, but you can't be, but but you can't, but you can't fake that sort of funk because even in the noise that you produce, you create, you're trying to emote, you know, you're trying to bring an emotion through, and there's a big difference between a four year old grabbing a guitar and trying to replicate these noises, than the the artist that sat there coming up with these moments because that's the best way to express the sound, you know. And, so and, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for uh, side two. Let's flip this bitch over. Uh, for, no, for, the, for the it. folks, yeah, for the folks that are just joining us now, as usual, turn back around and start this over. And you owe me one joint. So here's joint number now, two. Now, now I know a secret that other people. We need you to hit that vape pen, and I need you to cough so they know that you actually are trying, trying to, to trying to get there for them. Oh, that's not. I got nothing to prove, but that's not a problem. Let's uh, let's do. Let's see. If we, I hope this catches it right but, here. But, Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Do 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 do. Hit like you mean it. Hit hit it like you mean it. Oh my god. There we go. There we go. Yep. You can't fake that funk, bro. No. No, that that was for Puerto Rican independence. There you go. Viva la raza. Viva la raza, hey, could you uh, could you remind the folks the record we're listening to? This is yeah, well, well, well my friend uh, gets his lungs back. This is God uh, dang, Lard, Lard Free, Gilbert Elmarn's Lard Free, and the second size this sounds so much better to uh, my compatriot here, GI Alamo. And you, fine ladies and gentlemen, need to follow the instructions. Smoke another one. Lose your inhibitions. Put your phones down. Listen to side two. Come back. Let's talk about it. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them, Bob. Wow. Well, side two is different than side one, wasn't it? A little different uh, vibe. I 
am sold on everything this record is giving me. Mm. This this is quickly becoming one of my top albums, and I have you know going up that list. It keeps up going up that list, man. Like uh, we've heard some great, great albums, and we've heard some great players, but consistency is one of the things that we talk about, and. I don't understand how in 1973 you come up with something so strong that people aren't talking about like we are right now so much. I mean, I went to music school. I went to music college. I went to conservatory. The first time I heard about this album is when you sent it over so we could do this. That's what I'm saying. Well, the the French Prague is under under appreciated under. I don't know how it was in, in French society. I think it had somewhat of, um, I think Magma had somewhat of notoriety and success. Yeah. But um, I don't, I know that, put it this way, I know that Magma influenced a lot of bands. I know this is like closer to compatriots of Magma, not necessarily like, you know, little kids looking up to them like we have with Arkaya. Oh, yeah. But the vibe like that experimental vibe that was around in Europe it was obviously in Germany and other places, Italy, but France had its, it, its own thing too. The more, the more and more you learn about it, we've only, I think we've only gone over two French bands so far. We went over yeah. Arkaya and we went over moving gel- gelatine plates and now lard free. Well, just like the German bands would say, what none of these bands sound like the other. Not at all. Not at all. And and they all come from a place of authenticity and uh, originality. That's, that's pretty insane to me. I, you know, we were talking about the production of this album. Oh, I'm still that, that, that hit still kicking me. Uh, I'm talking about the production of the album. Th- there is a synth on this record, right? And it's an ARP synth, mm-hmm. ARP synth. Now, for you folks that don't understand the ARP, especially at this time, it's a very limited synthesizer. You can either make Doctor Who sounds with it. <laughs> that's legitimate. Right. Or you can make traditional synthesizer, almost like this warm organ sound with a little bit of sequencing, not too much. In order for this synth to create the sound that it's creating in this band, you have to know what you're doing. And you got to spend time with that synthesizer so it doesn't sound that way. The level of care that there is in the production and the mixing of this album so that everything's clear for 1973 is insane. Completely insane. It's always interesting to me. So like uh, a great, if you're into, which you have to be, if you're listening to this show, you must be into progressive rock. Everyone knows um, one of the great websites is Prague Archives. Always go there to, to see what people have seen and it always just tickles me when like this 60 people have rated this album right okay at that at that website and and like that is the website for progressive rock one of the greatest resources we have on the show is that website yeah for sure right like like for everyone like anybody that's into progressive music knows about that website that's my point so even if you went to like I would, I, I, I will do this as an experiment, but like if you went to a more famous band, fill in the blank, no, God, I don't even want to look at yes, but it would just be hundreds and hundreds of reviews, right? Oh, so thousands like, and thousands of pages of people talking about their own. Only 10, only, only 10 people have reviewed this. Period. Unbelievable. 
So we are uh, 11 and 12. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We're oh. trying to hit the world. We're trying to teach them something, you know. You can lead a horse to water. Now, let me ask you, uh, this band, uh, this particular group of uh, folks doing music together, did they do any more albums? I think so. I think there's like four albums, to tell you the truth. Wow. So this guy, Gilbert Armand, I knew about him in this band called Urban Sax. Okay. Which is a cool name. And this is like late 70s. And it's cool. That That's how I found out about him then. I saw this album, this album cover, this large, I think there's actually another album, album cover, tell you the truth. It's really weird. Even we, This is a cool album cover too. We didn't talk about that, did we? We didn't we even talk, talk about, about the, the music. We haven't talked about the saxophone. We haven't talked about the artwork because the music is that damn good. So uh, what, what do you like about this side? Uh, this, this entire side to me was perfect. Uh, as soon as soon as the first uh, track hit, um, like I said, I knew that I was going to love this whole thing. Just as side A happened, the first track, and I knew the rest of it I was in love. Um, the piece that was most distinct to me, I guess, would be the last piece of music because uh, it, it's unlike everything else. It's completely way more about the, this cosmic space rocky jam that's very... Um, low frequency, very minimal, very against the grain of what had happened. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, funny I said against the grain, because the cover of, of the one that I was listening to is um, it's an electronic shaver um, that says Lard Free on top. So that, that's that's what I got to say about that. I love that artwork, and I love the music that goes with it, too. Yeah, it's sweet. It's cool. Did the, yeah, did the... Three, three, three albums. Three, three albums. Three albums. Um, same lineup, and, one, and then one live album. I think so. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's the same album. I'm. Not, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna go to my grave on that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if folks want to look more into, just look around. Uh, the, the information's out there. Did this? I know. Um, I know. I know Gilbert Ardman. That that's his band. So I know he's in it. And yeah, and he's so in. So I know that. So, but I think there's like some. Ah. Uh, you know what? I think on the second album, Richard Pinhaus plays guitar actually oh, from Helden. Oh wow! So yeah, they're all in there, right? And we Everybody. haven't even talked about Helden, but no, we haven't talked about Helden either. But um, the sax, the sax on this record, man, you know, it's cool to hear sax played like this in terms of the aggressiveness of it, and uh, in terms of the um, inventiveness in it. You know, um, did it remind you? It reminded me of you know, early seventies live King Crimson. Right. And uh it made me feel good about it. What what did it remind you? Well I like the fact that like all the Sax All School is very pretty at times, right? Like it was Beautiful. playing the melody over like those chords, you know, like the sounds and the the, the sort of the, the landscapes they were trying to emote. <laughs> yeah. From from on that side too. Uh so I dig it. I mean it's an overall great record. It's a it's a beautiful journey. Um, it sounds improvised and loose. It's uh it's a cool departure from like the couple of records that we've done uh, coming up to this one, leading up to this one. Um, but man, does it ever work? It doesn't sound like it was done, you know, forty, fifty years ago. It sounds brand new. Yes. So our third French band, which also which goes on my list, this is this is band two. Yeah. First band, first band that got on my, my top ten list. 
was uh, Moving Gelatin and Plates. Yeah. You know, the, the World of Genius Hans, that album. If you haven't, if you haven't heard that one, uh, uh, you know, we both invite you to go check out the archives. It's a great, great review of a fantastic album, and it's all available over in Smoko if you got them. But, man. I got good news for you before we go. Tell me. The good news is this has been repressed six times. But only ten motherfuckers have heard this on ProcArchives.com? Well, it's been repressed ten times. The originals cost <laughs> about one fifty. That ain't bad for this type of record. No, not 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 I don't think so. No, no. Good luck Very getting one though. Yeah. That's but but the, with the represses you can find some stuff, man. I listen, you you keep knocking these out of the park. And uh, bringing some serious heat to the folks out here and to myself, I, I highly recommend it. I love this record, uh, I, but I do. I'm looking at the watch here, and we just we're completely out of time. Walk time the folks go. out of here, folks. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you soon. We'll be uh, next edition of Smoke 'Em If You Got 'Em. <laughs>